This is Supernatural Selection on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com, hosted by Kevin the Bastard. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week, once again, is Mr. Clark Wayne. Clark, how you doing, buddy? Yes, I am Clark the Wayne. Yes. It's good to have you on the show again. It's good to be on here again. It's been like uh, 20,000 episodes ago. Yeah, it's, it's been too long. Yeah. Now, uh, actually, oh, dang, man. Actually, I'm going to bring you back on for another ghost episode soon because I know another ghost hunter. Master Jibo. Oh, okay. Yes, Master Jibo is another ghost hunter. He has been on several ghost hunts for television uh, on one of our local stations here in town. And uh, he has seen. What's that? Mr. Grayson. No, 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 no. One of his competitors. Oh. So he's going to come on and tell us a little bit about his experiences at some point in the future. And uh, it should be fun. We'll head over to his place, set up the equipment, and we'll have another ghost episode. We're going to have a ghost off. Oh, hell yeah. You two can argue. It's going to be great. I'm sure we'll probably agree on most things. Like the fact that dust orbs are not ghosts. Yeah, probably. Well, so, but, rare occasions. Yes, but this week, we have a different subject. We're talking about anomalous people. People that should not be. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. Does it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take your word on that. So, we're going to start off this episode <clears throat> talking about the Count Saint... Yes, Count Chocula. Yeah. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about spooky cereal. Can no. we talk about Booberry, too? Booberry. Uh, what's the werewolf one? I don't remember. Okay, Frankenberry, though. Oh, Frankenberry, yeah. Frankenberry's a shit. Booberry was always my favorite, and then I had it. Uh, they came back out with it a couple of years ago, and I bought some, and it didn't taste the same. They changed the formula. Well, of course they did, because yeah. now it's got to be healthier. Now, the question is, did you shit blue? I don't know. Okay. You know, you don't look? Not usually. I I check. You need you need to check for health reasons. That's why German German toilets have a shelf on them. Hmm. They they look at it and then they flush it away. And they dissect it and they cut it with their poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is I'm sitting here going this is this is where Mingala came from. <laughs> he dissected his poops. Yeah. So, no, we're going to be start off with the Count St. Germain. I like his liqueur. Yes. Mike and me actually discussed him a little bit in the previous episode because he's often connected with Mount Shasta in the modern world. Which is next to? Fago Hill. There you go. Yes. But the Count St. Germain is a curious person. actually existed... Uh, he was said to have never aged during the time he was active in French politics, which was uh, prior to and post uh, French Revolution. Are you sure he wasn't Dorian Gray? No, I'm not, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, but the Count St. Germain was allegedly immortal, and uh, one of the rumors is that he was actually uh, Cartiphilus. The Wandering Jew. Huh. It was said that on the way to Christ's uh, crucifixion, 
that this guy was mocking him. He's like, ah, get up there on the hill and get crucified, you bitch, or something. And Jesus said, oh, I'm going to go. You're going to wait for me until I come back. Mm. So he is cursed to wander the earth until the second coming of Jesus Christ. I'm pretty pretty sure I saw him in the grocery store the other day. Did you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he came in and tried to steal something from our store the other day. Well, it could be. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, basically this guy uh, shows up in France, dressed all in black. Uh, Young man, loved jewelry. He was an alchemist. And it was said that he could create jewels using his alchemy. Of course. Everybody knows how to do that. Sure, yeah, that's the thing. Everybody does that. But um, he also, this is this is legit true. Uh, Mesmer, the guy that created, mm-hmm. the father of hypnotism. Where the word mesmerized came from. Yes, he stated that the idea came from the Count St. Germain. Hmm, huh. okay. The man also has books in the National Archive in France that uh, the parts that have been translated talk about traveling through space at the speed of light and mentions time dilation. Now, bear in mind, this is in the 1700s. Hmm. Like, what, 1790, somewhere in there. And then the man allegedly... He also... Allegedly. Let me... Let me back up for a second. One of the things he did was he kept warning the French uh, aristocracy, look, these these peasants are going to rise up and kill you. You need to quit this shit. And they're like, oh, Count St. Germain, that's not going to happen. And it happened. Yes. Now, allegedly he died in Germany and had never aged. Died looking like a young man. And then the next year, he showed up at a World Council of Freemasons Hmm. because he was allegedly one of the Freemasons. That makes sense. Doesn't it, though? Mm -hmm. Because if anybody's going to hang on to the secret of immortality, it's the damn Freemasons. So he also allegedly tried to enter uh, England in World War I Hmm. and was turned away and shipped back to France. And... These days, people say he is living with the Ascended Masters under Mount Shasta. And he meets the faithful on the sides of the mountain sometimes. Or communicates telepathically. So, a road trip? You know what? I'd love to go to Mount Shasta. Where is that exactly? Northern California. Okay, let's go. Uh, How about we wait for the state to stop being on fire first? Eh, That'll work. Okay. Because I just I'm fascinated by the guy because like he's also like a pop culture icon these days. Um, that uh, Mike said that he's actually a character in the Castlevania series on Netflix, which I think is fascinating. I mean, because like, I, of course, I'm also fascinated by the fact that they mention Hollow Earth so much in uh, the new Godzilla movie. Yeah, because like all this fringe crap that I'm into is suddenly becoming uh, mainstream. I'm a little pissed. I feel like a hipster. <laughs> I feel like a fucking hipster about this stuff because suddenly everybody's getting into my thing. I'm like, no, go away. Mine. Well, you have been looking at record players lately. so It's true. I have. I've been looking at record players because, I mean, I'm a child of the 80s. I had a record player growing up. I love the 
it's so much more involved to listen to music and this is completely unrelated we're just gonna go on a little sidetrack here side uh, quest side quest <coughs> boys night call but, me johnny side quest yeah johnny side quest and i'm joey baskets <laughs> but <laughs> no i mean i just love the tech the antiquated technology because it's so much more involved you want to listen to music you gotta get the thing out of the sleeve you gotta set it on the turntable you gotta put the needle down you have to maintain the needle you have to make sure nothing's warped. There's all this stuff involved. I'm like, that's when listening to music meant something. Are you going to get that one you were talking about that you wear as a Walkman? No, that is stupid. Can you imagine running around with a big ass, like, not even a 45. I mean, like a full album hooked to your hip. I mean, if it were like in backpack format, maybe. <sighs> you look strung even across worse. your shoulder, I mean. Yeah, clipped your belt on your hip while yeah. you're running. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. Okay. As you can tell, there's not really that much I've got about St. Germain because, uh, let's see. Um, one of the things I've... Nope, nope, nope. That is not him. Uh, two pages stuck together. Oh, no. no. What have you been doing with that book? You don't know. You just don't know. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, Mesmer. Uh, could create gems. Dressed on black. Which I'm kind of thinking maybe Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I'm actually St. Germain. I hear St. Germain a-coming, coming around the hill. <laughs> With a ring so, of fire. <laughs> and uh, like I said, he's uh, allegedly seen all the way up to today. And like they still say he shows up at Masonic meetings and like gatherings of esoteric ascended masters and things. Which, I think that's bullcrap. I, I do think like maybe this guy was like a mutant and lived a long time well i mean betty white's like 99 right yeah but you know maybe he was a mutant people and have lived just, to like 122 yeah but looking like they're 30 no yeah see that's my thing or maybe he had a lot of base makeup <laughs> yes yeah a lot of powder it was france also you know just cake that shit on like spackle you know why they wore the, all the little powdered wigs and stuff no why syphilis what? Yeah, they all had syphilis. <laughs> Seriously, they uh, they would have sores on their heads. They would lose their hair. They would have sores on their face. They'd put the makeup on and wear the white powdered wigs to hide all that. Okay, I want everyone to remember that if you ever miss ye olden times, yeah. like pre-French Revolution, just remember you're dealing with a bunch of syphilitic bastards. Yeah. So, I'm going to skip ahead to another subject because the last one's my favorite of the three. Uh, but we're going to talk about the man from Torrid. <laughs> Say it. <sighs> Say it. You mean the clothing store? <laughs> no, I don't. But you know what? Here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if like somebody just heard this story and thought it would make a good name for like the clothing store. Well, there is a spell T-O-R-R-I-D, I think. How's that your spell? T-A-U-R-E-D. Close enough. Towered, I guess, will be a better pronunciation. So, dateline, 1960, Japan. Uh, a man tried to enter the country. One man. One man with One a country. vision. Uh, this guy tried to get into Japan with a passport. Now, it's a legitimate-looking passport, mm -hmm. except it was about the size of a magazine. Mm -hmm. And... It said he was from the capital city of a country called Taurid. 
and it had stamps from countries nobody's ever heard of, right? But also Japan. Like So Japan exists in the other Yeah, and there are other countries that do exist in that world. Because he had some from them, like some European countries. Um, Which but, are older. So, yeah. Maybe time shift. Like, uh, we used to be one happy multi universe, and then a time shift. And I'm, th- I'm after, thinking after a dimensional a point, slip. After a certain uh, yeah, point. Yeah, X like something. Because, like, America didn't exist. He had no idea what America was. He didn't know what a lot of the modern nations of Europe were. Yeah. Which seems to imply to me that World War One didn't happen. Because, hmm. like, modern Europe was re- the foundations were really set forth in like World War One and World War Two when they divvied all that stuff up. Here's but, a crazy uh, theory. Okay. Time travel. We at some point in the future go back to erase somebody bad, not necessarily Hitler, somebody else, and that's when the shift or slippage happens. See, we change something, and then mm, it, and then it, that creates the multiple. And you haven't been watching Loki? No, I okay. watched it yet. Uh, here's the thing. No spoilers. I think it's a dimensional slip. Okay. Like, because it's close enough to our reality that, like, he knew Japanese and they could understand him. But it's just different enough. Anyway, Guy says he's from Tord, which is a country south of Ethiopia. He recognizes it. They show him a map. Mm-hmm. And he recognizes the continents. He rep- recognizes some countries, but he's like, what the fuck is this? Is this a joke? Does it say what he looked like? Was he, this is a Caucasian a... male. Okay. Caucasian male. That's all I could really find about it. The Japanese officials assumed he was a U.S. spy. Good guess. You know. It's a pretty lame way to try to get into a country if you're a spy. Yeah, then. if you're a spy, you want to be inconspicuous and not have like a magazine-sized passport. Mm-hmm. And draw attention to yourself unless you're drawing attention from something else exactly so Hmm. he's placed when did this happen 1960 Hmm. height of the cold war so he's placed under house arrest all right Mm -hmm. and uh they put him in a hotel to try to get this shit sorted out under guard no way out windows are locked he just fucking Vanished. Like K-Pax. Yeah. Kind of like K-Pax. Hmm. I'm not saying he rode uh, sunlight. A beam of light. Yeah. But like I was saying, this guy vanished <laughs> from a locked room with guards. We sure the Japanese didn't vanish him? Um, no. But the fact that he came out of nowhere and then vanished m- m- leads me to believe there was a temporary slippage from one dimension to the other and he I'm not saying he purposefully vanished I'm saying that he was pulled back to his reality like some force in nature was like what? nope nope your atoms spin the wrong way you get back over here motherfucker it was a glitch in the matrix you know that's another thing what if and this of course you have to accept the idea that we're living in a simulation right so I think it's plausible Sure. I mean, there's no way to prove or disprove it currently. If Elon thinks it's plausible, I think it's possible. <sighs> if no, Elon I mean, thinks I have it's, my own thoughts about it. But. Look, if Elon thinks it's possible, it just means he's off his medication or something. Point is, 
what if there are multiple simulations running? Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, simulations of Earth, but, like, different ways things played out, right? So he's in one simulation. Mm-hmm. We're in one simulation. Mm-hmm. And there is a glitch. And it's like being, it's like you're playing a, a MMO, a multi, massive multiplayer mm-hmm. online game. And you're playing on your server, and then a glitch happens, and you're playing on somebody else's server for a minute. And things are different. Like, you don't recognize a lot of shit, because, like, maybe it's modded. Mm-hmm. And then you're back in your own, you're back in your server. Hmm. See, I think that's fa- a fascinating idea. And, like, if it's a simulation, that that's a great... The computing power needed for that would be... Almost unfathomable. Yeah, Mike has talked about it would take a computer the size of the universe to simulate Earth. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't think it's plausible from what I could gather, but I think think there's an outside chance that there's there's some kind of computing power or technology that we're nowhere near. See, I think, like, at some point we're going to hit a technological point where computers are simply quantum computers that exist in, in, like, a pocket dimension mm-hmm. so you've got a whole universe to do the computing and if that's possible then there could be simulations like that it's aliens aliens it's always aliens or nazis or bigfoot bigfoot nazi aliens i'm surprised i haven't found that in the literature yet speaking of what uh bigfoot nazi aliens <laughs> hey now that you said it Oh boy! Yeah, nope. It's like Rule Thirty Four, man. Yeah. If it exists, there's a con- if if you can think of it, there is a conspiracy about it. Yeah. So. Kind of like the burbs. The burb I'm a, conspiracy. I'm gonna I'm kick your ass over that shirt. <laughs> this motherfucker had a shirt made with a devious-looking owl on it that just says "Burbs aren't real," and he wears it <laughs> in public where I mean, people can see him. God damn it, man. I know you're just fucking with me, and that's fine. Yeah. So I think it's hilarious, though. Here's the thing. I find the man from Torrid's story really fascinating. And this is also, I need to point out, that is the urban legend version. From what I understand, there's a much more realistic <laughs> version where the guy actually was a spy and trying to, like, smuggle Korean women into the country. But, like, that mm. makes for far less interesting radio there's actually a movie about that version called the man from torrid and there's a book about it so you can go check those out the torrid is a woman's clothing store <sighs> see this is why you haven't been on in like six episodes <laughs> mostly for uh zaftiger uh, uh, ladies i have no problem which with I, enjoy. I am <laughs> anyway so I imagine all all my parts will be gone. <laughs> every, everything to everything you have said is gone, except for the burbs. Except for the burbs. Uh, so the last subject I want to talk about, and I think I told you a little bit about this uh, during the week, is the Green Children of Woolpit. That's that place in Kentucky, right? No, this is in the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. There may be a wool pit in Kentucky. I'm thinking of the blue children, blue people. Yeah, in no. See, that's they had that's a, a oxygen disorder or something, heart disorder. It wasn't. It wasn't colloidal silver. 
I don't remember. It was something to do with something, and they fixed them. That's all I remember. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, like, colloidal silver, you can fix them eventually. You just got to get the silver out of their blood and put fucking iron back in there. Can't you just take the silver out and then, like, uh... Turn it into water? Turn it into, you know, money? I don't know. I mean, it's like... I don't know. You're walking around with a lot of money in your veins if that's a thing. And you have colloidal silver in you. Maybe that's what really happened to the blue people of Kentucky. People stole them and <laughs> took their silver. I just picture guys coming in with pickaxes. <laughs> it's just it. like chopping away at these poor bastards in Kentucky. There's silver in them there, hillbillies. Like, have you ever seen that dude that got the colloidal silver and he looks like Papa Smurf? He's got like a big white beard. Yeah, I think so. That's one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, this is a dude that replaced his iron with silver. He didn't live long afterwards. Why did he do that? Because that's a thing. I mean, there's like a whole theory that if you wear masks with colloidal silver in them, it will save you from the... COVID? No, no. It saves you from the vaccine that we've been injected with because, you know, we're giving off spores that make patriots... Uh, Sterile. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Bill Gates is trying to uh, control the population. Yeah. Look, I just if if they're putting chips in them, I want Bill Doritos. Thanos. Bill Thanos. <laughs> I don't know that guy. That guy's a fucker. Yeah, he's uh, tracking me right now. Yep. Uh, I don't think he gives a shit about you, to be honest. Hey. Look, I'm words, just saying. Words hurt, you know. I know they do. So the Green Children of Woolpit. This is this is an old one. This is 12th century. This is in the 1100s Good in grief. the UK. Yeah, this is medieval. Period. Children of Thou'st Woolpit. Woolpit. Woolcock. 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 One of those words. So uh, now I want to point out that like the historical sources for this are reliable. Yeah, that's good. Like this is actual from like actual people that historians trust hmm. when they do research so like this isn't just some bullshit like yeah. i've seen them um and i'm sorry every time i do that it's like i've seen them it's always like a redneck thing but like it's the same people they talk to when there's a tornado that's because we're rednecks we i i am sprung from the loins of rednecks you are southern boy i'm a southern boy y'all so 12th century wool pit in the uk of course at the time it's just england mm-hmm. these children just appear in a field and their skin and clothing are green just out of nowhere they bring them into the village and they don't speak english they're not speaking any, any language anyone can understand but you know it's medieval times mm-hmm. i'm sure like it's like well it's not english or french so and it's not Latin, so we're fucked. I mean, they could be speaking Welsh. I don't know. Do you know what these green children? Would you like some vodka for these green children? So, these kids are starving. They're thin. They're emaciated. They're green, <coughs> and they bring them food, and they won't eat anything. Picky. Until they bring them pea pods still attached to the stalks, hmm. and the kids are like. <gasps> Food and uh, see, this is what happens when you eat your vegetables. I'm just saying. Yeah, you turn green. Yeah. So they crack open the stalks, right? And they're they're shocked and crying because there's no peas in the stalks. Somebody grabs the pea pod 
and shows them, no, idiot, this is where the fucking peas are. Taste the penis. <laughs> so, anyway, the kids start eating the peas and uh, eventually get moved on to other foods once they realize what food is. Because I guess they did the, mm, look, nom, 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 to, with other stuff like mm-hmm. bread. Snickers. Yeah. But, I mean, they didn't know what bread was. Which is weird. I tell you, that's why they're green. They eat too many damn vegetables. Exactly. All the all you eat is peas. You get full of penis. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are you, the Catholic Church? No. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about kids. That's and- exactly what I am. I am the Catholic Church. So, the boy unfortunately keeps getting weaker and dies. Well, how many kids were there? Two. Oh, Dude, there was a boy. Was I'm sorry. There was a boy and a girl, a brother and sister. Hmm. Now, the girl learned English and eventually took employment at a local Lord's Manor and met someone and got married and uh, lived a normal life. And when she started eating other foods and stuff, just like your theory, her skin changes color to the Caucasian. Hmm. And they're like, okay, well, you speak English now. Where the fuck are you from? And she says, well, we're, we were from a place called St. John's Land, where the sun never rises. It's just always twilight. And uh, we lived in the forest next to a river, and across the river was a place we were never supposed to go, which was a great shining city, which kind of sounds like underground to mm-hmm. me. but Or Oz. Or something, yeah. So, it says uh, her and her brother are out in the woods playing one day. And suddenly there's a bright light out of nowhere and like a loud roaring noise. And they find themselves in the field. Oh, wormhole. And, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And, you know, bright sunlight. They've never seen it before. Their eyes aren't adjusted. They're blinded. They clutch each other and fall to the ground and they start crying and that's when the people found him brought him indoors hmm. and that's as much as she could say except that oh yes no we're christians there which i think is bullshit i think she's just saying that so they don't fucking tie yeah. her to a stake <clears throat> and set her on fire as a witch yeah, because she says red with a pointy tail and that's that's <laughs> yeah no the angels they all have hooves it's fantastic <laughs> but so she lives a long life has children uh meaning somewhere out there in the world are the descendants of these fucking interdimensional travelers that could be us you know we're both uh mm-hmm. british uh have a british ancestry that's true or and you the, know welsh and, yeah and the thing that gets me is like what if they're the fae hmm that's a good point yeah. did they have wings the kids yeah no but the fae don't have wings oh that's fairies, right? Yeah, fairy. That's fake fairies. That's that's the ones from the Coddington fairy photos. Actual oh. fairies are just tiny people. I gotta say though, that speaking of those photos, I looked at them. They're pretty darn good mm-hmm. for some kids to come up with. Well, they're pretty darn good for some kids for that time period. Cut out some professionally drawn fairies. Yeah, I mean that's that, that was now, pretty good work. Now, the kid, those kids, of course, eventually, which, you know what, um, there's not much else to say about the green kids except the green children of Wolf Pit, except that, like, it happened. It's weird. There are descendants out there, and maybe the descendants are some of the people that get abducted by aliens. 
That's possible. I'm just saying, because, like, you know, maybe maybe we're shining beacons of weird in a sea of normalcy. Maybe that's why I've had so many UFO encounter things. I think you just got a sweet ass. Probably. But, like, the Coddington Ferry photos, what gets me is the kids, um, you know, they eventually said, ah, okay, yeah, no, it's all fake, except for one photo. Uh, one photo, which in that one photo is like the best photo. Yeah. But also, they um, they said the reason we faked it is because we wanted to get photos with the actual fairies we saw, but they never came back. Oh. I'm like, rude. that's sad. That is rude. Rude ass fairies. Yeah. But also, I think like if they had taken photos of those fairies, it would have been like orbs of light. I don't think we would have seen fairies because mm. I don't think we have the same perception filter those kids had. Right. So, like, it would have just been orbs. I bet, I bet your kitty cats could see them. You know what? I'm not convinced that that's not why they steer off into space. Well, Constantine uh, said that the cats are half in, half out, half in this world, half out in yeah. this world, too. I buy that. That's totally a thing. I've seen my little kittens stare off at things that aren't there oh yeah no i mean ginger will do that and gretel will do that and conti uh does not give two-thirds of a shit i think like indoor cats are weirded out by him but like cats that have lived outside most of their lives like conti when he comes in oh that's just a fatty he's like yeah fuck it i just want hugs give me hugs food and pets that's all i need Mm -hmm. and that's why he comes up to me meowing all the time but like those are those are like the three most interesting paranormal people hmm. from my research. I, uh, I found some other stuff, but it's always like one mention of a person. Like, oh, you remember that time those two old women just materialized in the garden and then vanished? Yeah. But, like, these are documented. You know, we got I've paperwork on these seen fuckers. anybody materialize out of anywhere, out of thin air. Um I mean, I've done, like you mentioned before, ghost hunting, and I've mm-hmm. seen things I can't explain. Yeah. Um, heard things I can't explain, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I've never, I mean, besides, I mean, I guess that time I saw the little girl ghost feet, I mean, they materialized out yeah, of but nowhere. But like it wasn't like a whole person whole with like person. a history yeah. and like, uh, I'm from a place called Boop Boop why would you want to bob a pee? I don't know. It's just <laughs> fucking worst name I've ever come up with. I'm from St. Cribbinsland. That's better. Okay, like thank that. you. But like, Next I, time I, I meet somebody, I'm going to tell them that's where I'm from. St. Cribbinsland? Yeah. <laughs> My ancestors are from St. Cribbinsland. Yeah, you better not put that on your Tinder profile. <clears throat> Tinder, what's that? Uh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, like, these are fascinating to me because, like, okay, St. Germain, Count St. Germain, um, I don't know. He's fascinating to me because he's around for so long, documented, had an actual effect on human history, mm-hmm. you know? And he created that beautiful liqueur. That Man, I, I haven't had it. It's probably named after him. Probably. It is, actually. Uh, there's, there's several things. Uh, if, if it's St. Germain... It's probably named after him. So listen up, well, people listening. If you're 21 years old or, or you know of legal age in your country, once this is over, go to the liquor store and buy a bottle of that stuff. 
St. Germain. It is an elderflower liqueur. It is freaking awesome. Mike brought it up last week because, you know. I should have brought that first. That's what you should have brought. That would have been good. Well, you know what? There's next time. We can try it on the next episode. And, um, but yeah, I mean, like, actual documented existences are what make these stories for me, you know? Mm -hmm. It makes sense. And they're also, like, outside of the we're making shit up for the newspaper period, you know, during the 1800s. Like the... Uh, I'm all being the newspaper. No, nah, it's not even that. Like, it's a, uh, well, we don't have anything to put in the paper this week. Let's make up a thing about a man going out to the well and disappearing. That's where uh, the star... What are the name of those magazines you like see at the Like the Weekly check out? World News and stuff like that? Yeah, like Woman yeah. Has Half Alien Baby Looks Like a Werewolf. You know, oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, Bat Boy Found Alive yeah. in Cave. Yeah, I love the Weekly World News. They just, like... Lean into it. They don't it. give a shit. <laughs> Do not give a fuck, and that's like, why. What's your story? Okay, fuck it. Let's put it. <laughs> that's why I follow them on uh, social media. They're back, and they're Are awesome. They? Yes. Oh, this I got. Oh, see. they put out a whole issue that was written in Gutan, which is and the they have like. The Ebens and the Gutan are the two, uh, the Gutans are like the two alien species they always have shaking hands with the president. Okay. And uh, they did a whole issue written in an alien language. That's beautiful. Uh, I was like, this is great. And how are their sales? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't answers. know. I yes. need answers. Inquiring minds want to know. If I punch my fist on the desk, that means I'm serious. Answers. Yeah. I hope you all got that, because uh, that was some serious needing of answer and <laughs> stuff. But yeah, um, like I said, it's outside of that time period where you had made up stuff in the papers, because it's St. Germain, it's in France in the 1790s. Uh, the whole thing with uh, the man from Tor- Taurid. From Taurid? Taurid. Anyway, that That's whole over there thing. In the Pearl Outlet next to Lane Bryan. Damn it! <laughs> anyway, this this guy. I like those clothes there. I had an ex used to shop there. They had little skulls on them. It's pretty nice. So what is it like? Uh, it's, hot topic uh, it's hot for, topic. Hot for topic for the the Zaftig and Rubenesque women. Uh, you know. And, I didn't know about um, it. Oh, so it's like uh, I believe Lane Bryant owns it. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the truth. Uh, but they, it's, you can have like, you know that shirt I wear that's got the tiny little sugar skulls on it? Yes. If you're not looking at it directly, you really mm-hmm. can't notice it really. But then when you look, it's kind of like that. Like okay. really small, um, you know, skulls or yeah, just, yeah, hot topic type stuff. Okay. But that you can wear it in office. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, anyway, the dude and Braziers, yes, okay, mm-hmm. and this has nothing to do with that man at all. Nope. <laughs> so, I mean, like he—he's an interesting story because he generated fucking modern day paperwork. Which one, Jermaine? No, the man from that place. Oh. I'm not going to say again. In the 1960s. Oh, so he's the motherfucker we got to blame for that shit. Well, I mean, like he generated TPS reports. And- no, he's not. <laughs> What I'm saying, though, is that, like he left a modern-day paper trail. Oh, okay. Like, you know, he existed. He was there. We know. Mm-hmm. Because, like, somebody had to spend, like, two hours typing shit up about this. Poor thing. I know. I feel really bad for him. And the Green Children didn't even have fucking printing presses. 
In fact, outside the village of Woolpit, there is an iron wrought sign uh, with two green children on it with uh, shepherd's crooks uh, that says Woolpit. But one of them passed away. One of them did pass away very soon afterwards, but I think it's fascinating that one of them lived and became part of the community. You think his grave is still there? I don't know. See, that's the thing. It was so long ago. I mean, like, he could be... And the fact that he was, like, a ward of the city, I kind of think... See, the girl was baptized into the church. The boy never was. So I'm thinking they buried him in, like, a potter's field Hmm. where they put, like, you know, unchristened children and the homeless. Yeah. So, like, they went out to, like, a field somewhere that nobody owns, took a hole, dumped him in it, buried him, and the end. You know, we're going to have to go to some of these places we're talking about. Well, you know, that's once travel restrictions are lifted, I would love to. We could shoot out to California. You know, the fires. I got a friend. It's cold out there. Well, northern part. Oh, yeah. You know, cold weather always puts fires out. Snow. mm, Wet wood. Maybe. Doesn't burn. Yeah. We'll see. I'll find out. Because I'd love to go to Mount Shasta. I mean, I'll have a heart attack trying to get to it, but... You're going to have to carry him. Yes, so yeah, you have a heart attack. <laughs> going to have to rent, like, an all-terrain golf cart to get there. Have you seen those uh, wheelchairs that have, like, tank tracks on them? Yes, I have. Those things are great. Oh, that's need, awesome. We'll get a couple of those. Get a couple of those mount machine guns on them. Yeah. It's coming right for us. But, like uh, Wally. Like Wally, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like the dirtiest-minded <laughs> wallies out in the woods trying to get to Mount Shasta. <laughs> Fucking forest rangers find us. What the fuck are you doing? Where the fuck you at, dude? <laughs> Come out, Jermaine. Get out of here. Maybe he's one of the Jackson 5 now. Maybe. Jermaine Jackson. It's torture. Do we have a description for this guy? Like uh, Light-skinned, dark-skinned, long hair, Actually, kind of dark-skinned. Uh, thin, dark-skinned, uh, long hair. Yeah. Handsome as well, the Dickens. Not, that's not Jermaine. That's not Jermaine at all. No. That's not, that's not <laughs> us either. No. So, Speak yeah. Speak yourself, man. I'm handsome. I'm not, I'm not even close to handsome. Come on. Uh, I'm cute. I'm cud- I'm cuddly. I'll buy that. Yeah. Gretel, do you have something to add to uh, the conversation? I don't think she does this time. She's not meowing. But uh, I think that's about all we've got for this week. Until next time, America. Well, we're not done yet. we got to oh. do our stuff. First oh. off, thank you for being on again, Clark. I appreciate My it. My pleasure. And uh, we'll have you on again soon. Good. Uh, also, would you like to plug anything while you're on? Uh, excuse me. Just listen to Key Party. Uh, Our you can, other show. Yeah, you can find out all the information at XYZ. Which is the new URL for DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Listen to DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. You will listen. Again, the short URL WFUC.XYZ. Yep. Uh, so yeah, listen to that. That's where we've got a bunch of music. We've got some music shows. There's a new techno show just debuted. <laughs> boots and pants and boots and pants and, um, Saturday at nine. And our own David Davis here on the show has a show called the Mutant Hours that you need to check out with a bunch of cool music. Mondays and Wednesdays at midnight. And Clark here has his own show called the Clark Wayne Show. Fridays at nine. And, uh, he Don't had a you really have a show on there? 
this one. <laughs> this is my show. All right. What time is it, are we announcing the new time yet? Uh, not yet, because for some reason the <laughs> the scheduling thing has been like giving me anxiety lately. So oh. maybe maybe you can switch it oh, over. Oh, it's currently airing uh, midnight Central Time. Uh, we're soon going to be moving to 11 p.m. on Fridays. So mm-hmm. we'll have an announcement about that when it happens. But yeah. Well, uh, how do they reach you if they want to? They can, of course, they can reach me at that bastage at supernaturalselectionpod dot com, or you can use the contact form on the website supernaturalselectionpod dot com. You can also reach me on Twitter at supernatpod. We also have a Facebook page dedicated to the show. Just look for Supernatural Selection with Kevin the Bastard. You can find us, of course, on all your major podcasting apps. And if you could leave a like or a review or however it works on your app of choice, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Anything that gets the word out. Also, tell your friends, tell your family. So, yeah, that's about it. Again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Clark. It is always good to have you on. Thank you. Yeah. It's good. He's very good. So, until next time, everybody stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. Bye. Supernatural Selection has been a production of DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. You can find it and more shows broadcast weekly at DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Our theme music is Screensaver by Kevin McLeod. It is used through Creative Commons license, and more of his music can be found at incompetech.filmmusic.io.